Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There is always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Welcome to episode number 59. We'll be reading the Wren Island series, part 5, scene 53. If you're just joining us, you'll find a short synopsis of the Wren Island series and a link to a recap episode in the show notes. Before we read today's scene, let's recap what happened in the previous episode. Allison learned the FBI was leaving Wren Island because they didn't expect Hack to return anytime soon. Then, Allison had a conversation with Virgil about her experience with a bald eagle when she was alone and injured on Seal Rock. And Allison almost flew into Virgil's arms. She was so tempted to go to him and ask for help with everything that weighs on her. Now, we'll check in with Amelia. It seems we can always count on Amelia to perk up our spirits. We'll read for about eight minutes. Afterward, stick around for a few more thoughts. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 5, Scene 53. On a damp, dreary Friday in early January, Amelia pulled the next outfit from her closet. A flannel plaid skirt, leggings, turtleneck, and warm boots. She dressed, returned the empty hangers to the left end of the rod, then slid all the other hangers to the right. Now tomorrow's outfit was next in line, ready to go. She brushed her teeth and applied the teeth whitening strips Allison stocked just for her. Listen to a holiday album by Josh Groban. Christmas had come and gone. It had been kind of a bust, if you asked her. Macy swinging between hyperactivity and weariness. Allison startling every time someone so much as clunked a mug to the counter. Shasta buying a ton of Christmas gifts and decorations. Then what did Shasta do? Sell most of it. Brand new stuff. Amelia received e-books and audiobooks as gifts. Big whoop, more of the accessible stuff for poor Amelia. And the worst part, there'd been no whales on Christmas Day. For the first time ever, she hadn't gotten something on her list of nice things to wish for. She sighed. One good thing had come out of the holidays, though. She'd made a few dollars all on her own. What she did was gather sticks from the forest, soak them in water until they were flexible, and shape them into wreaths. Then she added shells, lichen, and pine cones. Now her wreaths were hanging all over Wren. They were also hanging in Annapolis, Maryland. Tourists bought her last 20 wreaths and shipped them home. Amelia Theodore's shell wreaths decorated houses on the other side of the country. The world was microscopic small when you thought about it that way. Allison had helped Amelia set up her very own bank account and even put money in it, saying she owed Amelia for taking care of the dogs. But anyone would be happy to take care of nice doggies like Lokita and Louise. The money Allison put in the account was a handout, like breadcrumbs to seagulls. Amelia pulled the whitening strips off her teeth, rinsed her mouth, and wiped the bathroom counter dry. 
Back in the bedroom, she headed for the collection of stuffed animals on a bench under one window. Time to rearrange for a new conversation. She positioned the penguin in the center. He knew lots about surviving winter and could teach the others. Closest to the penguin, she put the lizard and clownfish. Out of all the animals, they'd need the most help knowing how to get through winter. She put the orcas and the polar bear at the back because they were old pros about winter. A wash of raindrops splashed across the window. Here on Wren, it wasn't snowstorms you had to worry about. It was windstorms. Miles and miles of wind would brew over the ocean for days, then slam into the coast all at once. Add heavy rain and watch out. Hold on to your hats, folks. That's what she'd say if she were narrating a video about it. She turned off the music and lights and headed downstairs. In the sunroom, she fed Miss Kitty and Marshall Matt Dillon. Warm and dry in their spacious cage, the Australian zebra finches didn't mind the dreary weather at all. They hopped from perch to perch, twittering and happy, just like always. Amelia sat and watched. The dogs wandered into the sunroom together, wearing the lighted sweaters Shasta gave them for Christmas. Each sweater was knit with red and white stripes. Zipped into the seam, a battery pack powered flashing red and white lights. The sweaters were identical, except Louise's was much larger than Lokita's, of course. When Amelia stood and headed for the kitchen, the dogs followed her, blink, 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 like walking in a parade. Allison, Macy, and Shasta were in the kitchen eating breakfast. Whole grain toast with fresh avocado, white bread with peanut butter, and an everything bagel with cream cheese, respectively. Macy rubbed her eyes. When the batteries die, we're putting away those sweaters. All that flashing gives me a headache. Amelia shrugged. I think it's fun, like having two electric candy canes walking around the house. Shasta reached to give Amelia a high five. Electric candy canes. Good one, sis. At the counter, Amelia fixed herself a bowl of Fruity Loop cereal with milk. Amelia, you're dropping crumbs again. Macy said this without even looking up. Amelia wiped the crumbs into the nearest sink. Rinse them down, Amelia. Amelia rolled her eyes at her warden sister, ran the water to sort of wash down most of the crumbs, then headed to the table with her cereal bowl. She sat next to Allison and pulled out her phone. Would it be okay if I make my YouTube channel public now? It's all ready to go. I don't know, Aunt Amelia. Maybe we ought to wait a while longer. There's no rush, right? Allison sounded worried again. Worry, worry, worry. Was that all anyone did around here anymore? Amelia chewed a bite of cereal and swallowed. Virgil says people would probably pay to see my videos. I could start making money. Shasta leaned into Allison and fluttered her eyelashes. Ah, oh, well, if Virgil said it, it must be true. The chair scraped loudly as Allison stood. Let's wait a while longer, okay? There's no reason to draw attention to Wren Island. When Allison had gone, Amelia surveyed her sisters. Everyone's so mopey these days, says Miss Sunshine. Macy smothered another slice of bread with peanut butter. The silver bangles on Shasta's arms clinked as she twiddled first one set of false eyelashes, then the other. Wonder what's bothering Allison? Do you think she found out about the mice? Amelia looked up. 
We have mice again? Shasta pulled out a compact and checked her lipstick in the tiny mirror. Ever since Old Man Frost showed up, entire extended families have been moving in. Cousins, brothers, kids, grandparents, they're all living happily under one roof. Ours. Macy reached for the peanut butter jar. What Allison doesn't know won't. Oh, Mace, again with the same old mantra. Give it up already. Give it up. I could name a few things you could give up. While her sisters bickered, Amelia collected the empty dishes, rinsed them in the sink, and added them to the dishwasher. Amelia, you left wet drips all over the floor. Amelia, are you going out? Are people going to see you? You wore that same outfit last week. In the mudroom, Amelia pulled on a raincoat and boots, then called into the kitchen. I'll be at the commune if anyone needs me. The commune again? What have they got that we don't have? She didn't slam the door as she left, but she did imagine doing it. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 5, Scene 53. I know just how Amelia feels. There have been times I would have loved to slam a door in frustration, but I didn't. There have also been times when I did slam the door. And the mice are back. You knew they would be. In the next episode, we'll keep tagging along with Amelia. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. If this was your first visit to Wren Island and you'd like to find out what happened before you arrived, you'll find links in the show notes to listen to a recap episode or listen to the series from the very beginning. Here's another idea. Click on the link to subscribe to receive my emails. You'll get the current ebook version of the Wren Island series. You'll also start getting behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, and you'll hear about opportunities to actually influence what happens next. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There is always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me. 